Hustlers. What's up and welcome to Music Hustlers. My name is Kenny and I'll be your host. Today we've got a special guest. We've got my best friend. I've talked about him like 400 times on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's here hanging out with me. Um, I'm really excited to chat with him and just kind of dive into his journey. We're going to talk all about finding your voice as a vocalist because uh, I've known this guy for a long time. I've seen him uh, in a lot of bands and I feel like finally at this point in his career he has found his voice and uh, I think he has a lot of value, a lot of things that uh, he could say to you guys that will help you. So without further ado, Jacob Eldridge, man, how are you doing, man? Welcome to the show. I'm good, thank you. I'm doing really good. Had a good day today. Yeah, what'd ready you do? to get this done. What'd you, uh, what'd you do before you got here? Went Funko Pop hunting. Oh, that's my new thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pick up anything? Anything uh, slick or? Yeah. So today was more about uh, quality over quantity. Yeah. I got, I got two. But nice. they're like two very important ones that I was really excited about. So nice, that's, that's tight. Nice. Yeah, that's tight. Really I've always, uh, I've always seen like pops and stuff. I've always kind of wanted to get into it. I've yeah. never would. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's, it's addicting <laughs> and it's very expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah. Um, cool, man. So let's let's kind of start from the beginning. So uh, as as I said to these guys, I mean we've known each other for a long time, and yeah. I kind of wanted to dive, you know, all the way back into your your first band. Oh. Or I think it was your first band. It may yeah. not have been your first band, but it was the first band I knew about. Yeah. Uh, I believe they were called The Silenced or, or Etheria. Etheria, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no. Uh, the the Silenced was the original name of Etheria. And yeah, that was my very first band ever. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's talk about your, your first show experience. What was that like for ooh, you? Okay, yeah. That was at the clubhouse. Um, technically, my first show was like an alt-rock show at nice. the clubhouse, but I don't remember anything about it. I just remember that was really cool. It was a lot of fun. But my second show was at the clubhouse, and uh, that was Lauren Battle. Nice. Um, nice. And I distinctly remember that was literally the pivotal, like, changing moment of my life because watching them, I had never experienced, you know, mosh pits and like hardcore dancing and stuff. I did not listen to heavy music, and watching the way that Joey commanded the crowd and like just the way that he did his thing like it spoke to me like it was weird it was like i decided right then and there i'm gonna do this like i want to do that what he's doing and just went full like head first into it as hard as i could yes and that's that's when you linked up with the the dudes at ethereum yeah so i want to say probably it took a minute because i needed to learn how to start screaming i had never screamed before i didn't even listen to screaming so i didn't know where to start like so i got on youtube nice and uh so yeah uh, about a year yeah about a year later i want to say after that first show um I, I, I don't even remember how I met the guys. I think I went to school with one of them, maybe. Um, no, I do remember one of them was friends with my brother. And then they were like, hey, we're looking for a vocalist. And my brother was super about me getting into it. So he's like, you should check out these guys or whatever. Nice. And we did a few tryouts and yeah, I got in. It's it's your typical, you know, first band though. Like local, <laughs> like you don't want to remember it. Like nothing against the guys and everything. A, a lot of them are doing good stuff now and stuff, but you just, is very embarrassing. <laughs> um, sounded really bad. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel that. I mean, I've, I've got, we've all got projects in the past. Yeah. You know, I'll say this though. It was very important because by the end of like my road with them or whatever, they kicked me out. 
because I wasn't good. Okay. I was very bad. <laughs> I will <laughs> say straight out, I was very bad. If you look up, damn, I can't remember the, the YouTube. There's stuff on YouTube of my original, like me very first screaming. I did a screamo cover of Two Step. Yeah. There's a DJ Unk, right? <laughs> I did like a Broken Side cover of that. Garbage, and you'll see why they kicked me out. But they kicked me out, and that was the, the push that I needed. That was like, okay, they, this just happened to me. I need to step up. I need to be better. And that was what really like s just fucking kickstarted for me to get to where I am now, I guess. Yeah. That was the first step. And that's, uh, okay. So, so about like keeping in that timeline there mm -hmm. right after that was when, when you, when we actually linked up, when we first started to, yeah. to hang out and stuff. But yeah, actually. I don't know. I think that you remember this, but a little bit before, because you're about to talk about Boldly. Yeah, but before that. And a little bit, so between <laughs> Etheria and Boldly, there was a little bit of a studio project where it didn't go anywhere, but it was with Jesse. Yeah. And I don't even, I don't think we ever, oh, Ghost of a King. Yeah. Ghost of a King. There was uh, that song on MySpace. Yes, yep. MySpace. <laughs> um, but. Uh, Kevin Easter Day was in that band. Yes, yeah. he was. Um, Kevin, not Kevin, Keenan, <laughs> Kenny. Hit us up, hit us up on uh, on on MySpace, and he offered us a show. And the guys were like, "No, dude, don't trust it." This guy's like fucking whatever, like talking all kinds of mad stuff and everything. Nice. I was like, "Okay, I didn't know anything better." But then I did my first show with Boldly, which Boldly was the first band that like I put together, and like I I was the one in charge or whatever. Like I was running things, I was the business guy. And our first show, Keenan's there. Kenny's there. Do you mind? It's going to be You're so good. hard. Okay. Me, yeah. Okay. I, I've known her for so long. Keenan is what I know. Um, but yeah, so the, the the first show that we played, Keenan was there. He was wearing a purple shirt with a, with a smiley face on it. And he threw down for us harder than anybody. And he's like, we should start doing shows together. And I think after our next show, he helped us promote the next show. And we had decided... That he was going to manage us, and like that was that was the beginning of this friendship. Yeah, that's ten true. years ago. Ten years. That ago. was ten years Purple ago. Purple shirt. I I remember that shirt. Yeah, Kool Aid shirt. That yeah. I had. Yeah. That was nuts. <laughs> I was the only guy. Everyone else was in black. I was all like, nope, yep. I got my purple shirt. Yeah, that was good but, stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, and then uh, yeah, so let's let's kind of transition there into yeah. into the boldly boldly days. Yeah. You uh, guys recorded that one song, um, Sam the Brave. Yep. And then you guys did a full EP after that, but yeah. let's let's talk about your experience, kind of recording, mm -hmm. um, like just recording with that band. Like, yeah. what what was your what was your initial goals? What were you trying to accomplish with that band? There, um, I mean, really, honestly, it was you know kind of a, a revenge play against Etheria for kicking me out. I'll be <laughs> honest, that was my full. I was petty back then. I'm still petty now. Like, <laughs> it was my full driving force. Was like, I'm gonna show you guys, right? That was my whole thing. So. Uh, that that's what really pushed me to like be in that band and like uh, do whatever that I could with it. But as far as like inspirations musically and stuff, I started listening to like the Plot and You. That's where I got like I get a lot of you know discount Landon tours, you know, and and that's where it came from because he was my idol then. He's still my idol now, and <laughs> that's where I based a lot of my. Good old, my vocals off good of old and, Landon yeah. tours. I remember when uh, I was actually just thinking about that today when you shaved your head because you were all you were all huge on having long hair. Yeah, and then you shaved your head because Landon tours shaved his head. Shaved for Landon. There was there was the 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 boldly update video. We used to do the update videos, and I was editing them. 
and Keenan is telling the, the rest of my band, don't tell Jake, but I'm gonna cut my hair. And that's how serious I was about it. Like I didn't want anybody to cut their hair. But then I, Landon did the shave for Landon thing. I shaved my head and I started telling everybody to shave their head. <laughs> Bandwagon for sure, uh, that's funny. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I was I was literally just thinking about that. That's hilarious. Yeah. But um, okay, so you record the EP mm -hmm. with uh, Boldly. That band ends up. Well, I I think you guys. Uh, what happened there? The end of them, we kind of just like hit a wall, and we felt like we've been doing this for so long, and it's not going where we want it to go. So we're just gonna. Everybody kind of started doing their own side projects. Mm -hmm. I started uh, messing around with Scylla, filling right, in for them yeah. and stuff. So we kind of just decided it's it's time, you know, um, and just moved on from there. So then, then you were in Scylla yep. for a little bit, yeah. And uh, Scylla is not not really not what my you were style playing. at all. Yeah, it was not my style at all, and I was trying to push him towards that direction. But it was the first time I worked with like nothing against the other guys. Um, then like boldly Ethereum, stuff like that. But we were all new, we were all fresh. Um, Scylla was the first band where I was working with musicians who had been musicians for a while and knew what they were doing. And that's, I think, why I was so comfortable with, you know, working with them, even though it wasn't my style. Uh, we talked about it becoming my style. It was moving there a little bit with, what was it, Conqueror, I think we named yeah, it? Yeah, Conqueror and uh, Anonymous. Yes, one. yeah, but uh, then I moved out of state. So yeah. <laughs> so that, that <laughs> fell, that's right. that so fell you, apart. You move out of state, you yep. go to Indiana for a little bit. Yep. Um, spent some time in Indiana. What, what, uh, were you doing any music out there or anything? Or? Uh, I tried. So that was another kind of another like the silenced Etheria type situation. I joined a band out there um, and we booked a show. We wrote a, few, a bunch of stuff. We booked a show. The day of the show, the band calls me and says that I'm out. Like they kicked me out <laughs> and didn't really tell me why. I had no That's idea why. All I know is when I was joining the band, the guitarist was going to be the vocalist. Oh, damn. And so he ended up doing vocals instead at the show. I think it was just a power thing. Yeah. Like, he just didn't... He wanted to be the vocalist, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, so I got kicked out of that band. And a few months later, me and Jerko decided we're going to... Jerko's my brother. Uh, we decided that we were just going to move back. Um, and once I got back, same fire under my ass, right? I was like, I need to show those guys. I need to show everybody. <laughs> like, I, I've always felt like I need to prove something. Like, leading up to now. Thankfully... That's not really a thing anymore. I, I feel like I've let that go and whatever, yeah, but kind of proved it all. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But yeah. Um, but yeah, after that, uh, I started working with uh, Shane Shelton, and we started ah, doing. I forgot about that. Yeah. We started doing sincerely the deceived, yeah, and that was nice. Yeah, STD. Um, but I mean, that was nice. That was fun. We couldn't find members that would commit though. Yeah, and that was the issue. I feel that. So that led me to Smile on the Center. Now you're in uh, Smile on the Center. Yep. That's, so let's that's the one. let's talk about your journey in Smile. So yeah. now recently you guys just released you know the brand new EP Nihilist. Yep. Really really good EP. Man. Thank like, you for real. Thank you. Um, really solid stuff. Dead Beats got probably the best breakdown I've heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> for sure. But <laughs> but um, so yeah, you you recently dropped this EP via Modern Empire, which yep. is. Uh, incredible feat man for sure Thank uh, you. let's talk a little bit about leading up to that like how you know how did you guys really you know because you released an EP back in the day a couple yeah. of years ago and then now you've kind of evolved in sound and yeah. this is you know this has changed quite a bit your sounds changed. Yeah. So let's talk about how you have evolved um, as a vocalist as well as the band 
Damn, well, I mean, a big thing for me, we talked about this a little bit before, but like the, the big thing that I, when I think of like the vocalist journey or whatever, um, the big thing that I always go back to is my very first show ever was with Etheria. And we spent weeks and weeks practicing, getting ready for that show. And I didn't write any of the lyrics. Um, the band had already wrote lyrics or I took lyrics out of like, we were a Christian band that back when that was a thing. So I just took Bible verses and made that into a song. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, our first show, I froze up and I forgot all of my lyrics oh, except nice. for one song. And I swear to God, I stood there. And I didn't know what to do. Oh, damn. And so the crowd was, thankfully, they were very supportive. And they're like, don't worry, you're good. And like stuff like that. They are being really cool about it. But that still like haunted me for the longest time. Um, fast forward to my first show with Smile on the Center. Um, I tried out. And the next day after my tryout, they're like, hey, so we got an opportunity to go play a festival in California. Would you want to use that as your like full tryout? And you can come play with us. And I was like, yeah, but that's a month. Like we have just a few practices. I don't know how how quick I'm gonna be able to get everything down. So no joke, my first show ever with them, I had zero lyrics. <laughs> I freestyled the entire thing nice. and not trying to toot my own horn, we killed it. Like, <laughs> like California threw the fuck down. It was, awesome. it was awesome. So like going from freezing on stage to be able to like, command a crowd with no, like, I'm just basically think of it as like filling in last yeah. minute, like that kind of thing. And yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. Um, as far as writing goes, like I said, a theory, I didn't write anything or I took, you know, stuff from Bible verses and everything. Boldly, um, I would write for other people. I would write, what do I think would connect with other people? What do I think that other people would vibe for? Mm -hmm. um, Smile on the Center, I started with that same mindset. Lazarus, our EP Lazarus, I, I did the same thing. I would write what would people resonate with or whatever. Um, but Agony um, are, was the first time that I wrote for me. I wrote, this is how I'm feeling. That was a very like dark, dark time in my life. It was like, I, I hated myself as you can tell in the song, because I say it so many fucking times, right? <laughs> so I I wrote for myself and people vibed with it. And that was the first time that like, that I got the type of response from a song that I wanted, but it was because like, I was being true to me, you know? So ever since then, every song after that, I did the exact same thing. And now with Smile, that's, the, that's all I do is write from, you know, my experiences and everything. Um, but we did do one thing different with this EP. Um, this EP, we did five songs and we wrote together as a band. And the way that we did that, because not everybody in the band is a, a vocalist, a lyricist, whatever. So I gave song topics that I wanted us to talk about. And I said, this is what I'm gonna write about. Write me just a paragraph of how you feel about this topic. And I took that and I turned that into songs. I did that for nice. every single, each one of our song resonates with a single member of the band. Nice. Every single one is one specific person. Nice. And maybe we'll talk about it someday. Some of the guys want to keep their stuff, you know, on the low because it's very, very vulnerable, very personal stuff. So I totally get that. But each one, five songs, five members, you know, each one resonates with everybody. Yeah. Emerald Hell is mine. 
Um, that's about the time me and Keenan lived together and we were not doing good financially mm -hmm. and it literally gave me PTSD. Yeah. Um, there's a line in it talking about every time this air breathes, I'm filled with anxiety. That's talking about the air coming on because we had the in-power box and anytime the air conditioning come on or came on, it would suck the power out. Yeah. And um, that would give me anxiety because I'm like, wait, we don't have the money to do that right now to, to use the air conditioning. Like that's how bad it was. Yeah. And that's what that song's about. So um, just like different stuff like that, but with every other member where they have something that was bothering them yeah. and they wrote about that. That's um, awesome. Yeah. That's so going from not being able to write anything at all to now we're writing together as a unit. And I don't know, I feel like that came full circle. Like um, I love yeah. that about this EP. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's uh, let's kind of circle back a little yeah. bit. I want to talk about Agony because mm -hmm. I know Agony was kind of a, a huge like pivotal moment for mm -hmm. you guys as a band and, yeah. and you, you know, in general. Uh, let's talk about like, yeah, I know we talked a little bit about the writing of it, but yeah. how how would you guys say that that kind of elevated you guys and changed, changed how you guys, uh, what you guys were doing as a band? Yeah. Um, I would say, so with Lazarus and everything, we didn't really know what we were doing, where we wanted to go with it, like that kind of thing. Um, Agony was the first time that we took months to prepare. Uh, we got our music video ready. We got everything ready before we were gonna drop it. Um, and it was the first time I wanna say, like obviously we tried to be serious with everything beforehand, but I feel like it was the first time we actually took the band seriously and was like, we want to do something with this and we want to go somewhere with this. And the I remember the first two shows that we did, we got the biggest crowd response that we've ever gotten before. We had already released the song before and I'm sure you know the, the breakdown line, right? Uh, I'm fucking over it. The first show that we played, people were already doing that. And that was the first time that something like that had happened yeah. where they learned it before we had even played it. Yeah. I'd always been used to people learning my songs by seeing it live. Yeah. And now like that was that was a completely a whole... different experience for me. Was, it, was that that June 1st show? Uh, yeah. 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 I remember that show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so we are kind of getting low on time here. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's kind of start to wrap this up a little bit. Uh, let's talk. Before we start wrapping it up, let's yeah. actually talk a little bit about you as a vocalist and just kind of like, because I know I, I, I was actually, I, I went back and listened to Boldly and like, then I listened to the new EP yeah. and you as a vocalist have just completely, it's like a one, it's like a completely different person, you. you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a, you know, you sound so much more evolved now Yeah. and how would you, what kind of advice would you give to a newer vocalist or someone who's kind of been doing it for a little bit, but still feels like they need, haven't found that sound? What, what would you give them? I mean, honestly, it's, it's hard to say because my reasons were toxic, right? I was petty and, and I wanted to elevate to prove people wrong. And you don't necessarily want that to be your driving force, <laughs> but find your driving force, right? Yeah. Find your reasoning. Don't just like, don't just let it be, I wanna be in a successful band or whatever. Why do you wanna be in a successful band? Find that reasoning. Um, another thing that used to be in the Boldly days, a big thing was, you know, live your dreams. Make sure that you are doing everything you can to live your dreams, right? And it was, it's corny now, but that was the thing back then was for me, I am following my dreams. I remember the first time I played the clubhouse, the first time I saw a band play at the clubhouse, I said, I'm gonna do that one day. And I think a, two years later, I did it, you know? 
And that was the whole thing is like me giving other people the the drive, you know, to, to follow their dreams. Um, that you, that's basically just find your reasoning to do what you're doing and make sure you throw yourself at it full force, you know? Yeah. Practice, obviously, regularly as much as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Um, actually, so let's talk about recently you guys released the EP. Yeah. You did a show for it. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot to mention this earlier, so we're kind of mm. yeah, no jumping around. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so you did a, a show for it and uh, it sold out. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about being a local band mm -hmm. and selling out a show. Yeah. Um, it was what, 300, 350? 330 was the technical, like what we were nice. allowed to do. Nice. Kind of oversold it a little bit <laughs> um, on accident. Nice. It happens. Is what it is. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Um, but let's, yeah, let's talk about that. How did you guys pull that off? How, uh, how, how was it? How was your experience? It's wild because, like, that was a very big moment for us because beforehand, um, one of the biggest criticisms that we used to get, uh, whether it's from our peers or like the, our old manager that we used to have, would be we didn't sell well. And I can admit that. We did not sell well at all. It was very hard to get us to draw. Um, I, I can't even give you a number of like the most we've ever sold. Maybe it was like in the 80s-ish, something like that to a show. Um, but that was always my biggest shame was I wish we, ha we could create a bigger draw I wish we could, you know, hustle better and sell more tickets. Um, for this show, we sold 130. That's the most that we've ever done before. And I was so proud of every single member of the band that was able to pull that off and everything. Um, and I am a very, you know, I try to stay as down to earth as possible. I don't want to give myself too much credit. So yes, it was the first heavy show since COVID, right? So it very well could have had something to do with it. We'll have to see on, on our follow-up show if, if we're able to do the same thing. But COVID probably had a big part to play in it. But I think the biggest thing was our release plan for the EP, getting everybody over the last like six or so months, getting them used to the new material and making sure that everybody was excited to hear that material. Um, the lineup, like I handpicked the lineup and it was bands that I personally wanted to play with. Um, and thought would fit the show really well. Um, and I think all of that just, you know, meshed together to make that shit popped off. Yeah. And it popped the fuck off. It was nice. It was really fun. Yeah. It was a yeah. lot of fun. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, well, dude, thank you so much for being here. It's yeah. uh, It's been awesome talking to you. I wish we had more time, but yeah. uh, the cameras uh, will cut off on us. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, do you have any fi final thoughts? Anything that... Um, you want to give to the audience anything that you think a new hustler, a new musician should know when they're uh, first starting out? Um, just follow your dreams. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. No, it's true though. I mean, you, you gotta do it. Like, yeah. You just, you either do it or you don't do it. Listen to Boldly We Rise, the archaic dream. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, seriously, I'm gonna link it. <laughs> like, I, like I said earlier, though, like find find your reasoning. You know, find your reasoning, and uh, like like Homer Simpson put Maggie the picture in front of his nuclear job or whatever, right? And he said that that's his reason for going through the hell that he went through. That is funny or whatever, but it is, it's real. Find your reasoning, and it helps you push. Mine was just petty. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's 
find your reason for yeah. real though. Like if you if you have a solid reason, you'll pretty much do whatever you know whatever it takes to make it happen. Yeah. Um, cool, man. I, I just realized we went through this entire thing, and I don't think we've said your band name once. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, check out Smile in the Center, <laughs> Nihilist EP out via Modern Empire Records. It, it'll be on the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to book a music video. Dadlife Visual Media, that's me. I do music videos. That's, that's true. fun. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with me, man. Again, for real. Thanks for rolling through. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. This it's, been, fun. it's been awesome chatting with you. I, I really am excited to put this one out here. Same. Out there. So, yeah. Hustlers, thanks again for hanging out with us as I, or hanging out with me as I talk to uh, Jacob Eldridge from Smile in the Center. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>